0: If we're finally going to dive into one fish, two fish, racist blue fish, then this is this is what we got to do. What up, peeps? This is Alyssa, and I'm here with my co-host and faux little bro, Andre.
1: And welcome to another episode of Teachers Like Us.
0: So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about Dr. Seuss and his controversial legacy. So I think it's interesting that um, some of you are probably already like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like, what is there to um, have any controversy about? Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about that today So I think,
1: just to say like an origin story of what started all of this Last week, so um, last week for me would be uh, Second last week of February I took my daughter to the Dr. Who's experience That they have at a local mall Did you say Dr. Who's? Dr. Seuss I heard Who's. Oh my goodness It's all going in there today Oh my goodness So I took her to the Dr. Seuss
0: you almost did it again because
1: you made me want to do it that time Lies. took it to the dr seuss experience and um i told alyssa i came and i'm like hey we're gonna have fun go take some pictures for instagram and whatnot and she's like well have fun celebrating the races i was like <laughs> yeah. wait what what are you talking about who do i give my money to <laughs> tell me please what have i done wrong and then i felt bad because
0: they had already purchased these tickets, and you know, um, him and Angela were really looking forward to taking El Boogie and having this experience. And then I was like, okay, I'm not gonna say anything to you because I want you guys to actually go and enjoy this family time. Um, but I have been holding on to this information, um, and Andre keeps asking for it.
1: Yeah, but- don't think I forgot about it. Like, even <laughs> while we were there, I was wa- I went into the different rooms and I was like, okay, what's what's. <laughs> Who's attacking my minority? Which, what's going on? <laughs> oh what did he God.
0: do? <laughs> and I, I, he was posting pictures on Instagram. I'm like, you having fun with your races? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I still wouldn't tell him what was up. Um, and just to piggyback on that. So I just said last week he went to the Dr. Seuss experience, which is happening in Toronto right now. Um, but actually, you know what? i talk a little bit more about what the Dr. Seuss experience was. Okay. So essentially
1: is. the Dr. Seuss experience is, Um, essentially they've retrofitted this like warehouse and inside the warehouse there's different rooms and all of the rooms are different books different dr seuss books so they have um the lorax cat in the hat horton here's a who and they also had um walk it in my pocket and they had the grinch who stole christmas so when you go into these rooms like if you're an adult, we saw like a whole bunch of adults there with no kids, and it's essentially just Instagram heavy, and you get to go there, you get to take pictures.
0: and it's your childhood come to life. Yeah,
1: and for some people, it's their childhood coming to life. And then for the kids, they just go crazy because it's little, just really small activities that they can do. But you're only, when you pay for your ticket, you're only in there for an hour, and it doesn't seem, or an hour and a half, and it doesn't seem like, time is actually going by as fast as it is because you walk into this place and it's not all that big. They have like this balloon maze when you first get in there, which is pretty cool for the kids to go into. And then the kids walk around with a passport as they go into these different rooms and there's activities for them. And it doesn't seem like time goes by quickly and it's super sick to be a part of. So again, like it was such a good experience for me and my family to go. Like I took my daughter, I took my goddaughter my wife was there. My goddaughter's mother was there. And it was fun for them and fun for us. But in the back of my mind the entire time, I was like, oh, Alyssa said this whole shenanigans or shindig that I'm in right now, racist. So ooh, what happened?
0: And again, this is why I didn't say anything to Angela either, because um, I, I was going to send them both the information that I'd been researching. Um, because for my children's lit course that I'm doing right now for my MEd, um, my final project is looking at the racism in Dr. Seuss's. Uh, children's books and also looking at kind of his his internalized racism as um a human based on some of his earlier work so the other thing that we noticed that kind of launched this idea uh was the fact that instagram right now is crazy with
1: yes with me starting to be more open on instagram and showing what a wonderful teacher i am (laughs) (laughs) um I have a lot of um, teachers pop up on my timeline and my timeline this week has been crazy. People dressed up like cat in a hat. People dressed up like um, walkets and things (laughs) in pockets, (laughs) walkets and pockets (laughs) and things and crayons and all this nonsense.
0: And every day this week, um, like teachers are dressing up as something different every single day, every day. And the reason they're doing that, for those of you who don't know, is that on Monday, March 2nd, is uh, Dr. Seuss's birthday. And in the 1990s, the National Education Association, they advocated for a day to celebrate reading all over the U.S. So that's what kind of formed Read Across America Week. So it's a, it's a week in the States where, uh, again, they are supposed to be reading books authored by... Uh, U.S., like just celebrating reading in the U.S. Um, But the way they kind of anchored it was on Dr. Seuss's birthday. So they anchored this whole Read Across America week based on Dr. Seuss. And I get it. I get that nostalgia um, kind of holds, it, it holds love, right? Like the idea that you think about things and they give you warm memories is it, it's really hard for people to kind of let go of that. So I remember telling someone that I had thrown away all the kids, Dr. Seuss books after doing my research and people were like, what, like, why would you do that? And I thought, you know What, Nostalgia is one thing. And I get it. Like some of those books are really hard for me to throw away because they had my writing in it where okay. I wrote, like, this book belongs to, and I oh, wrote Alyssa. Little? Yeah, Aww. I wrote Alyssa in it. And one of them was my brother's book. So it said this book belongs to Kyle. And I I chucked them because I was like, it, It's not worth it. To me, There's got to be something more. There are so many more books that we can be reading to our children now that we don't need to hold on to these books from authors that are really adding no value to the culture. So that's kind of how all of this came to be. Now, if we're finally going to dive into (laughs) one fish, two fish, racist blue fish, then (laughs) this is is what we got to do. So dr seuss was born uh theodore seuss geisel okay um in 1904 so the reason i highlight that is just to give you kind of an idea of the time frame that he was growing up in
1: yeah he's old he
0: is old Holy. like well he's dead but like yeah, but. you know what i mean yes he grew up in a time where um these kind of ideals were normalized right like Racism was more prevalent, um, prejudice, stereotyping, like all of these things were very prevalent. That is not to excuse any of his behavior because obviously there were people who were anti-racist at the time and were understanding that these things aren't okay. Um, so he started off, oh my goodness, this is my bad because I had some of this down. I don't have his early, early bio, but in during World War II, um, he started to... Uh, draw political cartoons for this newspaper called the PM in New York. And a lot of those cartoons were super racist. So he has um, a bunch of like monkey looking black people. Um, So, okay, you guys can't see this, but I will put this up somewhere for you. So I'm going to show Andre for the first time now. Um so can you see that from here? Okay, yeah,
1: I recognize that picture actually. I've seen it before. I didn't know that Dr. Seuss did that.
0: Yeah, so he authored a lot of these. Um he has a lot of yeah, like again, blackface, like the same way we were trying to cancel yeah, I've
1: seen that too.
0: Who was it? H and M. Who was mm-hmm. the with the, the sweater? Who had the sweater with H&M. the red lips on it, okay.
1: No, that's Gucci. Gucci. Gucci had the sweater with the Gucci red lips. Gucci with the
0: black turtleneck that had mm-hmm. the red lips on it. And again, everyone was up in arms. And everyone's like, ah, cancel it. Like, get rid of it. But then we show Dr. Seuss's cartoons with these same things. And people are like, but my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm kind of like, well, where do we stand on this issue? Are we, are we anti-racist or are we not anti-racist? Um, so that was just the beginning. That started with his political cartoons um, during World War II. That's kind of when these happened. The argument... Against him being racist, even though these cartoons or types of cartoons exist, um, these kind of blackface uh minstrel cartoons exist, is that he also had kind of anti-racist cartoons, but for other white people. Like he had um he, he was denouncing like Hitler and fascism okay. during that time. So like people are like, but he was kind of a good guy. And I'm like, no, he was just <laughs> you know fighting for other white people but anyone who was you know eastern so that's like your southeast asian your um asian pacific islanders your middle eastern blacks on on the western side like all of those people he wasn't fighting for so like how how far does your your racism
1: go this or is your anti behavior crushing my spirit now <laughs>
0: So, again, it just, it started there. And then people are like, well, what are you talking about the books? Like, I, I've i never seen anything.
1: Yeah. Um, for me right now, on my screen, I have the alphabetical list of all, what is it? I think I, there's 65 different books here. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, she needs to tell me what is racist about these books because... My mom used to read these books to me when I was growing up. I'm here thinking like <laughs> Lauren has like I think Lauren has like three of these books there, and I'm like she did, I I'm I'm sad but I want to know the information.
0: Okay, so what I will say is that obviously not every single book that he has written For sure has overt racism in it, but that doesn't mean that. You know it's kind of worth holding on to as well. So, in his book, In and to Think That I Saw It on Mulberry Street, um, has an example of a character that is Chinese and he's got, or he's described as Chinese rather, and he has two lines for eyes, he carries chopsticks and a bowl of rice and re- wears traditional um Japanese shoes. Oh, so, that's racist. Um, that's that's <laughs> Orientalism, like, yeah. and for those of you who are like, uh, what is Orientalism and why is that even a thing? So, Orientalism is the idea that we, um, it's a way of seeing images um, that emphasizes or exaggerates or even distorts, like, the differences in people that are, like, Asian Pacific Islander, like, uh, Middle Eastern, um, people from the East, okay? So, it makes, again, U.S. visuals appear normative, and it makes everyone else seem othered. So, like... Just exaggerating that that almond shaped eyes to the point where he has slits for eyes like he can't actually see um, and just eating a bowl of rice like you know what I mean it just exaggerates stereotypes and r- it reinforces that in little children so you have to think that at Al Boogie's age, yes maybe she's not understanding the words that you're saying but she is absorbing all of those pictures, pictures as yeah. normal right now and as they get older, they start to do that even more. The more times you read it, like how many times, how many of you can recite um, The Cat in the Hat? Mm. Like you literally, or Green Eggs and Ham, yeah. or like, you know, Green all Eggs those and books. Green Eggs and Ham was the
1: big book for me.
0: Exactly. But you have read them so many times or had them read to you that you can now recite them. So you are just internalizing all of those um, racist tropes. So how are how we feeling right now, Andre?
1: I'm okay. What I'm trying to wrap my head around is like, Okay, he might. if he has these racist things, how do I now still see him as a good person? And what came to mind was like, okay, when you read like the Lorax Uh and you have, okay, it's all about environmentalism and how society is horrible and we need to save the environment. Like, okay, he's doing good things. He's talking about good things. So how do you play both sides?
0: So I think that's a question that a lot of people have and probably many people who are listening who are like, well... How do I balance the good with the evil? Mm-hmm. For me personally, there's no kind of good side to racism. If you show racism, there is racism embedded in everything you're doing, regardless of how good the other things that you're doing are. So, yes, you can be pro-environmentalism, but you could be a hella racist as well. Like, sure. uh, uh, Where do you draw the line? and i think that's a personal decision for everyone although I, again you for me <laughs> i've decided i don't like i don't think there should be personally like i don't i don't think we should give him the time of day but that that is a decision that i've made as a person and as a parent uh to say that i just i don't accept this right and that kind of goes to cancel culture culture as well mm-hmm. which we talked about in the like very first episode right and the idea that um, once someone has proven kind of that they are untrustworthy, that they are, I hate the word bad, because bad is not, like, no one is all good or all bad, but like, you know, that someone has, someone is racist.
1: Yeah, or they're in like some sort of position of power and they've used it for quote-unquote evil. Yeah,
0: they've misused <laughs> power, like, then how many chances do I give you? And my thing with Dr. Seuss is that I do wonder what we're holding on to? We're holding on to nonsensical rhymes, like that's really important for us that we have a wocket in our pocket.
1: I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them Sam I am.
0: Are there other ways of learning rhymes and, you know, from from authors who aren't racist? Like I just wonder for how long do we have to hold on to everything? And that that goes even further to looking at like classics as books, right? In my children's lit course, right? Nope, that's a lie. In my critical studies course right now, we are reading Of Mice and Men ad nauseum. Like (laughs) this book has friggin' been going on for weeks now. And everything that we, every theory we're reading, we have to apply to this Of Mice and Men, which has the worst tropes Mm. in it and so stereotypical and one black character in it. And they use the N word and it's derogatory. And like, (laughs) I'm like, bruv, What (laughs) what am I getting out of this book that I couldn't get out of another
1: book? The funny thing with that book is I was supposed to read that book in high school for um, my culminating activity at the end of the year and I was like, "Mm, nah, not doing it. I'm not doing it. No, thank you. Find me something else to read, please. I literally like I read the the N the N-word and I was like, Oh, we're doing that? That's what I mean. I'm not reading it anymore. That's literally what happened. But so you were good with that, Mm. but again again, I still like holding on to Dr. Seuss. Like
0: so Again, I just kind of wonder where that line is. Um, In his book, If I Ran a Zoo, uh, two men said to be from Africa are shown shirtless, shoeless, and wearing grass skirts as they carry an exotic animal.
1: Disrespectful.
0: Hmm. That's what I'm saying. Disrespectful. I I struggle with that it's not just the books and it's not just him as a person. It's both combined. If you show me that you have racist tendencies... And you write books with racist undertones in them or overt racism in them. Like, at what point do I say, nah, like, I rhyme in Dr.
1: Seuss. Like, he knows what's up. He's the children's book king.
0: And he is. Like, he reigns supreme. So yeah, much it's really so. i him
1: and, what's his name? I'm um, him and Robert Munch. Oh, guys. Robert Munch is the truth. Yeah. I
0: love Robert Munch. Please, Robert Munch, if you're listening, don't do anything <laughs> racist.
1: Cause don't make Alyssa have to throw away all the yearbooks I too. will cry, <laughs> Mr.
0: <laughs> Robert Munch. Um, so yeah, like, I don't know. I, in schools and libraries, like, no one's willing, not even just willing to give it up, but they're like pushed. Like, we're celebrating him. People have, again, when I see little black children in Dr. Seuss cat in the hat hats,
1: mm-hmm. nah. And dressed up as thing one and thing two. I want twins to and throw
0: everybody away <laughs> start fresh because i'm like what are you doing like
1: i just know for me like when you first said it to me and i was on my way to the dr seuss experience once we finished up going into the rooms and l had all of her fun we went to the little store section where they have all of these books that you can purchase or different items that you can purchase and i was in there and i was like yeah you know maybe we shouldn't i was, and then you came to the back of my mind i was like no I'm not giving this racist <laughs> not even though i didn't know why yeah yet, i was like no i'm not giving this racist any of any of my money and then i was as i was walking around and looking at the books i was i was thinking to myself I was like hey Angela, we try to make it so that El Boogie is seeing herself in the books that are in her library. Uh And granted, it doesn't happen in every book that she has, but for a good amount of them, she can see herself. There's a little black girl or black family or something like that that is there. And as we were walking around the bookstore, I was like, all of these main characters, none of these guys are even colored. What's going on? It's all this, like... Thin, red-haired, white little white boy or little white girl with pigtails. There's also stereotypical for white people too, because there's different versions and shades of white people. But <laughs> I was like, "There's no, there's no representation for her."
0: No. And if we're talking about being culturally responsive, um these books wouldn't fit into that anyway. No. So there are other books that you can read other than. Oh, the places you'll go at everyone's graduation. Like we don't need that book anymore. I'm not saying it's a bad book, but I'm just saying that there are other options now. And we're constantly trying to hold on to nostalgic things just for the sake of nostalgia. Like there's no other reason behind that.
1: Yeah, like I said, I'm really have this um cat Doctor Seuss catalogue in front of me and I'm really looking at these books and I'm saying to myself okay can i do without them can now that i have well i've only gotten a piece of information because as we said at the beginning Alyssa's giving me all this information right now so she's been holding it for this episode and
0: truthfully i've only given you a sliver and
1: we've only gotten a little bit Mm -hmm. and i'm already saying to myself okay looking at this 65 book catalog that i'm looking at right now do i even need any of these and right now the answer is no like it's okay if lauren doesn't know that the cat wore a hat it's it's completely fine or that there's an ink in the sink she doesn't need to (laughs) she doesn't need to know that stuff
0: i just i i'm not understanding what the purpose is um i will say though that in september 2019 um read across america did kind of rebrand what read across america means and now they're looking to celebrate a nation of diverse readers i think that's um, either the tagline or kind of the mission now behind it because even they're seeing things like um, they're seeing the racism that goes hand in hand with Dr. Seuss. But while that is happening, our our beloved Scholastic, oh, Scholastic, you did me way wrong, man. <laughs> Scholastic, I just Googled uh, Dr. Seuss, five ways to celebrate Dr. Seuss's birthday. Okay. This is on Scholastic's website right now. Right now. Um. And it's from an author, I'm not going to shout out her name right now, because it could be an old article, but even still, like, time to take it down, maybe. Um, And on here, it talks about students bringing in their favorite books, uh, Dr. Seuss books, and why they find it interesting, having Dr. Seuss centers, so your whole classroom centers around, um, like, or when you have centers and children go from table to table, you do, like, green eggs and ham and... Um, station one they make green eggs in a skillet And like <laughs> oh gosh I'm over it um, What else oh they create a, a cover For the book and they do Like they make cat in the hat hats Like okay. these are all things that Were suggested by Scholastic So um, I don't know I just think and again I feel like I just keep Repeating myself but I think If we are trying to grow and evolve as Educators You know, that's when your pedagogy has to has to grow. It has to evolve. It has to get rid of things that are no longer serving, um, you know, the best interests of your students. And so, you know what, if you choose not to cancel Dr. Seuss in your home, that's one thing. Mm. But bringing it into the classroom, I'd say, like, we, we do need to let it
1: go. Yeah, that was the other thing I was thinking to myself was like, okay, say I'm a teacher bringing these books into my classroom and now I've listened to this episode and maybe I've gone and done a little bit more research on my own and now I'm thinking of getting rid of my books and not bringing these lessons into class anymore. Mm-hmm. My question for myself, if I was that teacher, is, is kind of like, why was I doing it in the first place? Because in order for me to now get rid of them and replace it with something else, I still have to have that foundation of, why was i bringing dr seuss in was it just the novelty of dr seuss that I, that the reason why my kids were making cat in the hat hats and things like that mm-hmm. or was there actually something deeper that i was trying to get to and for me i i can't think of anything as to why uh, i don't know kindergarten grade seven teacher doesn't matter why you would feel the need to have dr seuss books in your classroom
0: mm-hmm. like um, when I'm thinking about cat in the hat hats, such a weird thing to say. But, um, yeah, I just when I thought about like when you just said that, I was like, what is the purpose behind the Yeah, cat like in for, the hat hats? Like for me,
1: my mom didn't read cat in the hat. Like I remember she, somebody had bought me the book for my birthday. And my mom was like, no, this book is just about two kids that were told to stay home and keep the place clean and decided, no, we're going to let in this random stranger. A black him. cat have him dirty up the entire house and then he's just gonna have his his people <laughs> clean it up for us and we're gonna act like nothing happened when mom and dad get home yeah she was like the day you guys, she got on the ride <laughs> the day you do that, 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 that. And I, <laughs> but cat and hat classic
0: <laughs> classic dr seuss book yep yeah. and um if you're looking for a Google for today, I would recommend a couple of things. Uh, Number one, The Conscious Kid. Just Google The Conscious Kid and Dr. Seuss. And they have a great uh, article that they've published about um, all of the instances, or not all of the instances, but a a great number of instances um, that they found overt and covert racism in Dr. Seuss texts. And the other book I will recommend, um, and I'm going to do this with the preface that uh in Phil Nell's book, he kind of argues that we should still continue to read problematic texts as a whole to unpack them. I disagree with that, but that's just my personal opinion. But the book is called um, Is the Cat in the Hat Black? And that's by Phil Nell. So um, a worthwhile read. And again, points out um, or kind of argues that the cat in the hat is based on minstrel. So... Yeah, like that. Wow. Okay. His character is supposed to be like blackface, so to mm-hmm. speak. And if you think about it, who's really causing trouble in the book? It's the black cat in the yes. hat, like. Um, and so, yeah, because the whole
1: time the kids are like, "No, yeah, no,
0: please, not us! Yeah. Don't make everything dirty." And if you notice in that book, right, like white is right, black is bad, like, um, and all of that, like it just overt or covert and in that case it's covert um it's insidious and it it bleeds into our children's psyche yeah and
1: starts to play with their like for me um i'm going through that book the this book is anti-racist and i did like a little lesson with my class from that book that talks about like your identity like how do you identify yourselves and if we're going into that um, mode of hey when we're bringing in text we, or doing things in our classroom we need to make sure the kids are seeing themselves that is something that can kind of damage the way that they see themselves like okay if i'm reading again if if we're going off of that notion that the cat in the hat is black and he's the one causing all of the problems he's the one that's wrong now if i read that that's how i'm going to internalize it and now when i think to myself okay what is my identity when i make my identity map and i have to identify myself as black is that a bad thing now
0: that's a great it's a great exercise Mm -hmm. and i i don't know i feel like again we're still gonna have teachers that continue to you know um continue with dr seuss because again for everything racist that he has done well I can't say for everything Like I don't think It's a one to one But again Then you have books Like the Lorax Or you have books Like um, Is it the Sneeches? But again Funny I just saw an Instagram post uh, The other day That said the Sneeches Is not uh, Is not an anti-racist book So that's Again I'm and going you have
1: to have the The one that you said Like the All the places you'll go That gets mm-hmm. read at graduation Or gets quoted at graduations and All they, the time Yeah
0: parents have Like their kids Teachers sign that From when they're little kids Like yeah. All like every teacher yeah, signs it. has
1: uh, one of those. Who has a uh, all the places you'll go book.
0: I have three, or wow. I had three. Yeah, I got one for like a bunch of different graduates from different people. Um, and so, what I do want to say about this podcast is that this just scratched the surface. Um, and because again, for my final project, I have to kind of dig a little bit deeper in terms of my research. I'm going to do um, what we're calling teachers like us. After school special. After school (laughs) special, um, where I talk extra credit. Extra credit is what it is. So teachers like us, extra credit, where I'm going to go uh, way deeper into his books because I have to do some analyzing of my own and come up with some some theories and some some thoughts that are that are my own original thoughts. Whereas these again have been from reading other people's research and um, so yeah, stay tuned for that.
1: Yeah, and I'd say we want to hear from you, too. Like, if you are like me and this is the first time that you're getting all of this information, like, what do you think? What do you plan on doing with the little sliver of information that you've been given by Alyssa? Or if this is something that you've known for a while and you long time ago threw out your books and you (laughs) denounced Dr. Seuss, like, what were your reasonings behind that? We want to hear from you guys. And you can always... um, dm us on instagram at teachers like us or and you can listen to any one of our episodes on anywhere podcasts are available and now we wait for the bell hey and there's the bell right on cue i was a little (laughs) bit early this time but we will catch you guys next week keep looking out for when we're uh posting our new episodes
0: yeah and we'll see you uh very soon for that extra credit episode so talk soon peace out